Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United, along probably with quite a lot that you didn't. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, welcome. Once again, we're at Seal Hayne again this morning. Uh, place is buzzing, place is buoyant this morning after Tuesday's win at Ebb's Fleet, uh, coupled with Saturday's win over Fylde. We'll, uh, we'll have a word with Gary Johnson. And Liam Davis also joins us for part of this podcast today. Uh, listen in. Young Matthews and Frank Vincent's 20 and 22 yeah. or whatever, yeah. still in there. And We've still been the under 23s league. You are, yeah, you're, you're way ahead of, of yeah. that. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're, it almost goes without saying how pleased you must be with the way they're operating in there for you because it's you play such a positive and attacking yeah. style of football that if they're not doing what they're doing, yeah. it doesn't really work, does it? And you must be very pleased with the way they're... Very pleased, yeah. You know, they're, they're, um, it's their energy, their energy and their work rate, along with their ability, of course. But, you know, Matty Hughes is now popping up into the penalty area. Frank's scored a goal that you know didn't count, but was a goal, um, and the, and they've just got that that energy that I always I always look for. Um, in fact, I think the team is playing with good energy at the moment. There's only certain any team at any level always has a bit of play, and obviously Ebbsfleet will know different, and as all the other teams, you never get an absolute perfect game at any level where you absolutely trounce a team for the 90 minutes you know what I mean so um, it's what everybody's doing when it's not going so well making sure that we stop the crosses make sure we get first to the ball in the penalty area in both areas and that's in, that's going to be really important now mm. <laughs> but um, yeah they've done well we forget that Winks is only young as well Kalala's only young, um, so they're, they're all learning and a famous person said once that, um, I think it was me actually, no. <laughs> um, said that uh, to, to coach players they have to have been taught, you know what I mean, so what that means is you have to, at this level you have to teach players as well as coach them and uh, that's of course, when the age is young, you're still teaching them and you're trying to be mentors as well to young footballers and help them for the rest of their career. So um, you're going to have the ups and downs that go along go along with that, as we all know, if we've, we've got kids um, and trying to teach them to become a good adult. We've got the um, the Bristol City game next Tuesday, yeah. which a lot of people are looking forward to. What kind of thing can people expect? What sort of team are you going to be able to put out there? It's a little bit of a mixture. It'll be, and I think Bristol City will be the same. It's the the boys that have not quite been getting into our team um, because obviously we've had three wins on on, on the trot, um, so they need a game. It's going to be perfect. Maybe a couple of the injuries will be ready to play part a part of that game. And then we'll be putting them with Louis Slough's of this world and Olaf's um, and two or three ladies that have done well in our yeah. youth team. So it'll, it'll pretty much be half and half. It'll be the subs that haven't been getting regular games. So Rory and Duke will probably be playing up front um, uh, with Olaf. So it's uh, yeah, it's a good opportunity for yeah. them to show me that they're, uh, they're ready when selected. So it, it, that's a valuable exercise for you, it's obviously it's something that you had in mind for a little while. Yeah, it is, um, because you can use as many subs as you, you, you need, um, you know, it's a good, it's a good little uh, game for the supporters, you know, to see what might be coming through, you know, I miss those days, we spoke about it before, when um, all reserve games used to be played at the, at the main pitches and people used to quite enjoy that you know that's been lost now because training ground ones are often behind closed doors yeah. you know, so 
um, so it's nice for me to be able to and for the club to allow me to do it to bring this game the play more for people to come and come and watch and you know, it'd be a good game for Bristol City you're always strong in that area yeah of course it helps me bring Bristol City to our doorstep so that I can have a look at what they've got yeah for, for, for the future and um, we've got a link with the club of course we have and uh, it's good to be able to play these types of games and the next one will be coming two or three weeks after that I was it won't say, just yeah. be Bristol City necessarily oh I'm no I'm sure not playing them every week no, no, there's the the other ones I mean you've already played Rovers haven't you yeah like, Bristol uh, Rovers uh, and, and Newport have agreed to play us we've played Exeter um, not at Playmore we've played Exeter on the training ground Yeah. so you know, we're trying to entice people to us and to do that, we're going to have to offer them the main pitch, sandwiches, nice atmosphere, crowd, <laughs> you know, all that What's stuff. not to like, really? What's not to yeah, like, yeah, exactly. A little bit more informal as well, I suppose, isn't it? People can come and, come and lean on the side of the dugout and give you helpful advice during no, the I don't think they'd be able to do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no listen, I, I, there's always people that are leaning yeah. near the dugout just before the game and just after the game, and it's, you know, it's fine. I, yeah. I, you have a little chat with them sometimes, but... Um, yeah, no, it's good for them to just come. There's no pressure, there's no points at stake. It's just a matter of uh, both sides using it as a bit of development for the young players and a bit of fitness for the older ones. Um, you're without young Joe Lewis at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's off. Uh, that, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's where he is, yeah, with the Welsh <laughs> Good luck to him. Yeah, back yeah, from there. yeah, exactly. Um, he'll be back presumably next week. Yeah, we'll be uh, back next this, week, so this. Yeah, it's a game perfect for him. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be involved in, in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know when they play, I'm not sure. Friday, I think. Is it Friday? Yeah, 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 so we'll have to see whether he, he plays in the game or not yeah. and whether he actually needs the game. But mm. um, You'd like him to, obviously. Yeah, we, so, obviously yeah. we congratulate him. Yeah. It's always an honour to play for your, play for your country. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have a chat with him when he gets back, see yeah. how he enjoys it. Yeah. Um, Jean is back. He's fine. Yeah, he? Jean's he's back. He's back fine. in the fold again. No, he's, yeah. He's so in that, him coming back was uh, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah, takes the pressure off in that particular exactly area. Centre half. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But to be fair, at the moment the two centre halves, you know, looking. I, we've heard you saying how yeah. pleased you were with them on, on yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. They, they've got there. And also, you know, I, I, I say this, don't I? You know, the two centre halves are going to be looking over their shoulder. But people like John and Joe, John and Joe, <laughs> John and Joe, um, the two centre midfielders are going to be looking over their shoulder with yeah. Romani and Asa. Um, if Opie comes back, that was you know get the wide men look. Yeah, so there's you know two strikers are def desperate to show what they can do. You know they haven't had a great opportunity yet, just little bits and pieces, and uh, that's why you need the competition. Yeah, it, it just livens everybody up and if you get another five ten percent out of them because of it then uh, that wins your wins your games yeah and one feature um finally uh, i mean obviously those of us who've seen most of the away games or really saw it on, on tuesday um the way you approach these matches home and away do you think it takes some teams aback as the home teams, the way you go at them right from the, um, the word go? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, if they've done their own work, they sort of, yes. you know, probably... Should, know, should know, expect it. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. just shit back in. You know, Dagenham no. came to us, didn't they? And didn't come out of the, their half sort of thing for a little while. So, um, no, I don't, we, we, we've got a game. We've got a game plan that we yeah. can manipulate within that game plan sometimes. Um, but you've always got to give yourself a chance to, to win a game. Yeah. I remember when I went to Latvia, um, and they're, 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 they seemed to play like, when, before I'd gone there, that they they played not to lose. They never played to win. No. And there is a pretty much a difference, quite a big difference in, in those hands, even though it doesn't sound like it. But it, it is to the mentality of the players. Yeah. So all of a sudden, when I went there, Latvia was still going to lose the big games anyway, but people like Marianne Pahars, who ended up a you know, great striker over here, started getting over the halfway line and, be, and being dangerous. Yeah. And, and then you know, he went to the Premier League and kept Southampton in them. 
Premier League at that stage. But and all of a sudden, you know, we were scoring goals, still letting in goals, but Latvia became a little bit more of a of a force, and obviously ended up getting them into the uh, you know into the European Championships in Portugal. Which obviously you've got to go and try and win games to get through your groups. Yes. But the players must enjoy. It's a much better message, isn't it, for you to be saying attack? You know. Yeah. I know it's not willy nilly attack. No, it's not attack, attack, attack. But, 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 but yeah. In other words, you, you, we aren't going to Notts County for a point on Saturday. No. Uh, and, oh, no. And, no, and no. that's never the message that the players hear. And, no. And, no, no, they know that. Um, that's not the case. You can't go gun ho either. But then you have to adjust to the way the game's going. Of course. Notts County, you're going to have a spell, in which yeah. case we've got to make sure we defend well. Yeah. And then we've got to make sure that we have a spell and see how they defend. Yes. So it certainly won't be you'd like to park the bus, but at the same time, score four at the other end. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But, uh, and that's how we have to yeah. try, and, try and work it. And that's how I've always tried to, tried to play. Yeah. So we're joined out here at Seal Hain today by Liam Davis. Welcome to the podcast, Liam. Hi, how's it going? You okay? It's good, thank you. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get you on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but, uh, longest serving player in the club almost. You and Reedy, yeah. And the uh, the winner of the the first Ian Twitchin Award as well. Yeah, that was, that, was that was a nice, that that was a nice award. Yeah, yeah it was quite important for the, the the supporters and for you, I suppose, wasn't it? That yeah, one? yeah, it was a nice touch, really. Um, even learning about Ian Twitchin and you know his family were there and everything he'd done for the club. Yeah, um, was was pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty nice. It was a nice, it was a nice event. Good. Some yeah. of us are old enough to have seen most of Ian's games, which is a bit worrying. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it's good. This must be a good squad to be a part of at the moment. We're on a bit of a roll. You're playing it, you're playing regularly in it. It's, it must be pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, even from last season's successes, you know, this season was always going to be a little bit of a challenge, simply because we've got a young squad and some of the players are not played at this level before. So, um, you know, as the games are getting on, players are getting a bit more experienced. The experienced ones, you know, are you know trying to get the younger ones through as well. So, you know, it's we're kind of going in a forward motion and you know we're, we're always looking up yeah now the goal on Tuesday night you've taken some stick for not <laughs> scoring and you've given yourself some stick let's face it see I managed to get a minute and a half in without starting on the on the goal but yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, well I know Liam tells everybody he's a goal scorer so uh, uh, I'll just tell you Dave yeah, yeah. off the record <laughs> normally yeah, yeah. but um, it was a nice one it yeah, was a yeah. nice finish yeah, yeah it was a good little move I mean um I think Jake played me the ball um, and then played one to a Frankie. He saw the pass, which was good. And then um, I just hit it low and hard as you do and it went in. So I was quite happy with that. That's it. Open North. the floodgates now. Yeah, well, that's the plan. I'm not going to say too much on that. <laughs> 14 months into the last one, isn't yeah, it? So, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to say I'm going to get 10 this season or nothing like that. But, you know, if we can chip in, me and Wince are chipping in with assists and stuff. So if we can chip in with goals, then it takes the pressure off of, you know, the strikers. Um, but if everyone can chip in, that's that's always a good thing. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, no, it was good. It was felt nice to score. And the main thing is we got the three points, and um, hopefully we can do the same again Saturday. Now, the gaffer was just saying that. I mean, you, you've worked with him at, at several clubs, yeah, and yeah. you know you obviously got a, quite a good relationship. He says it's yeah. not all down to the cakes as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah. I think he likes <laughs> your misses in the cake. Yeah, well, I think so. I don't know. He, he keeps talking about the cakes. To be fair, I think he does <laughs> like the cakes. I was impressed with his birthday. Cake, yeah, Mrs. <laughs> got him made him some nice little cupcakes and that. We should but, explain. Um, she's she's a cake maker. She's some, yeah, yeah. Well, she that's not a full-time job she no. works from home and stuff with her other job but she decided to start making cakes and uh seems like everyone likes them but it's, <laughs> it's a nightmare for me sometimes and the kitchen's a bit of a mess can't get in there but um yeah no worked with the gaffer before um he knows what i'm about i know i know i know what he's about so you know it works well good 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 and the, the way the team plays it's a very it's not a very attacking it's silly isn't it because you get it's not gung-ho or anything yeah. like that you know that that you love going forward that's your yeah uh, big part of your game yeah i'm sure you've played for other clubs from time to time we just either because you started out as a sort of yeah midfielder, I was, didn't you? well i started out as a, winger. a jinky winger yeah i was a winger back in my heyday yeah and then um, the players i kept playing with i was playing with lazy fullbacks and i kept pulling me back so i thought <laughs> i might as well be at the back and then go forward so yeah. i ended up just starting to be a fullback an attacking fullback but the way the game is now the fullbacks are probably 
some of the two most important players in the team. We kind of got to be at the back defending, then we got to kind of help link attacks, then we got to create goals. It's quite a it's quite a massive role in in, in most teams now the fullback. So um, I think me and me and Wince have been doing well in the, in that role, and um, you know we've got to carry on doing it. Yeah, yeah, and and the way the t- this team is encouraged to play yeah it's it's a big part of it isn't it you haven't got a manager saying wait where are you going where are you going definitely we're not restricted in the way we play the gaffer just wants us to work hard he wants us to have energy and um you know he never restricts us in the way we're we're playing which is good you know he just allows us to do what what we need to do yeah and that's good you kind of go out on the pitch of you know you ain't got weight on your shoulders and that so it's good and uh yeah the main thing is that everyone's working well, working hard. Yeah, and you, after, always remember when you first came, you had a very horrible start, didn't you, to start with, and yeah. couldn't, and weren't fit for a few months. Then you've had obviously the op this this summer. Yeah. You're now, you must be feeling as good as you physically, as good as you felt for. Yeah, I'm feeling a, good now. A very long um, time. You know, as footballers, you get little problems and stuff, and for me, it's always how you come back from it. Um, I have a screensaver on my phone. I'll show you. See the the comeback is always greater than the setback. So that's yeah. that's how I always that's how I, how I always live. If if I face any setbacks in life, especially in my job, so that's the way to do it, really. So you know, you've always got to be working hard. Yeah. On and off the pitch. Yeah. But you 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 look in good nick at the moment. And yeah. You feel yeah. strong and yeah, I feel uh, good. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Like you're saying I look in good nick as well. <laughs> no, you just you had a haircut last week. You as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no um, you look on the pitch. You look strong. You yeah. Look, uh, so um, yeah, well, it must be just obviously when you got the problem sorted that I needed to get uh, rectified. And yeah. so if I'm, I feel better in myself. Yeah. So if I look it as yeah. well, that's that's obviously good, good yeah. thing as well. Because yeah, it was a long season last season, wasn't it? And as you well know, because you played every game. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. Uh, and then to sort of. I'm sure what, what the, the, the stuff you had done in the summer yeah. was, was all right, but you still had to come back from it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, it's um, not having the pre-season as well. So. Quite, so it's a bit of a mixed... Yeah, so... N- not your normal summer, put it like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the um, thing. So I think I kind of, like I said before, I kind of had to rest for two weeks and then done a mini pre-season, had the operation, and then you kind of was working hard with Kai and stuff as well, and yeah. doing stuff in the gym behind closed doors mm. and... You know, there's a lot of stuff that you do that people don't see. Like they just see you out on a pitch and they think, oh, you've just got from there to there. But there's a lot in between you have to do that people may not necessarily see. So, yeah. so you're good. you're fine now. Yeah, I'm good now. So yeah. hopefully carry on yeah, um, winning yeah. in winning ways, really. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, I think when, good stuff. When we when we saw you pop that one against Bath last season, we were like, oh, Liam will get a few more like that this season. And, and you were so honestly many times oh, you no. you were used to we used to. We've started again, haven't we? We used, to, yeah, we used to look at each other and go, oh, in a minute, you get one in a minute, you get one in a minute. I know, Phil um, said to me before the game, um, you've got, I think you're going to score today. I said, Phil, every time you say that, I never score. And he said, you're not going to score today. No. I think I said to him, you need to tell me every game I'm not going to score. Yeah. You know, it's like the old break a leg in acting thing, isn't yeah. it, before you go out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But now my main job, obviously, is defending first and then all the other stuff after. But, um, yeah, if, if we can... Have, Meanwhich can add goals and yeah. assist to He's our game. He's crossed for the first goal on Tuesday night. This is the thing. This is where it goes back to with the fullbacks are very important to to a lot of teams. So yeah, we just got to carry on doing what we've been doing. Really, excellent. Thank you very much, Liam. Thanks for joining Cheers. us. Thank you. And, uh, have a good one on Saturday. Cheers. Thanks. Good, to, good to speak to Liam. Nice to have a chat with Liam Davis. We're back. We should point out because of the sound difference here. We're back in the car now because we reckon this is probably. We're out of the wind. We're out. There aren't any players going to go past us, so we're we're sitting in a car. It's glamorous making a podcast, stuff, isn't it? I tell you what, this is um, <laughs> yeah. If only people knew what went into this podcast. <laughs> so it talk, it's buoyant here today, isn't it? Talking, you're in a good place. They're in sixth position. There's an awful lot of the um, whooping, laughing. And, there is indeed. Um, uh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> knowing Gary Johnson <laughs> they're just about to sit down and look at the uh, review film of uh, Tuesday night at uh, Ebbsfleet United and yeah. um, uh, from previous experience there's at least as much oi what about that in it as but he, he did um, say right at the beginning of the press conference today he, the first thing he said was it was disappointing to concede two goals <laughs> but 
So uh, that's, that's the coach yeah. talking, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, it's not perfect, but it's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, good run at the moment. Very, very much so. I think when United had that, uh, you know, one game, one win in six games, mm. and and you know, for all the right reasons, people were a little bit concerned. Yeah. You know, are, are we man enough for this league? Are we? You know, can we keep the ball out of our own net, etc., etc., etc. And then. You know that four nil win at Stockport obviously cheered everybody yeah. up. Yeah, uh, seems like a long time ago that now, doesn't it? But it was, and and uh, then you go, you know, can we possibly follow up here? You know, are we just going to be a win one lose one team? You know? Yeah, and three successive wins later, six goals scored. Good wins. Uh, sorry, as well. uh, ten goals scored. Yeah. Um, oh, excellent. For, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't at Ebbsfleet on Tuesday night. Very sorry, I wasn't, but. <laughs> In a funny way, I kind of... What a, this is awful to say this, isn't it? Because it sounds like you're overconfident. But I sort of expected us to go and do something there. Yeah. Um, for me, almost psychologically, the big game was... The, the, well, they're all, but, uh, you know, cliche, cliche. But beating Fylde last Saturday. Yeah. Let's, let's talk know, about that for well, a while. I know was a Fylde, tough game, wasn't it? it? It turned into one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and they... Let's face it, they... You know they did dominate the second half, mm. um, and but it was I can remember going around to people afterwards, or people even come up to me saying, "Isn't it great to win a game when yeah. you when you probably don't really deserve it?" I think Fylde are still trying to. Well, they've since lost at home to Chesterfield, so they're they're it's the sort of thing, and we've all been there, haven't we? As Talker United fans, we've been there when things aren't going for you. Yeah, a yeah. goal against in stoppage time is exactly what seems to happen yeah. to you, and it happened to Fylde last Saturday. We scored it, they didn't, and uh, it just to win that game on the back of the Stockport match, yeah. When probably a draw was, you know, I mean, their manager afterwards was almost suicidal. You know, how do you how do you get your head around yeah. a thing like that? You know, well, the second um, they they kind of out muscled us a bit in the second half, didn't exactly. they? At times, yeah. Um, and at 70 minutes we'd have taken the draw well, anybody we, in the ground would have taken the draw we, I think there's an awful lot of people looking at each other in the stands and on the pop side saying we'll take a point here yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and then you know uh, hallelujah young Matt Buse comes up with, with, with the winner in stoppage time yeah. um, Roy the Rovers I think lovely <laughs> finish too so, and it was interesting what Gary said after the game as well they, these things don't happen by chance they've worked on that they've worked on the low cross Rather than, rather than the lofted one. Yeah, 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 the fired in low cross at head or shoulder height to yes. the near post, and it works. Yeah, it, it must be a, a thing um, of beauty when it works like well, that. Well, yes, and and but just then to follow, you know, right, stop port, fine, okay, you have a four nil away day, you hit them on the break, and you look like a great side. Yeah, and then to come home and get a two one win when you don't play as well as you can mm. do by any stretch of the imagination, you know, isn't that? the mark of hopefully when things may be starting to go for you. Look, yeah. hold on, United are going to Snotts County on Saturday. Another day, another game, and who yeah. knows what, what would happen. But all of a sudden, on the back of that Stockport win, they've suddenly won three games on the trot. They're up to sixth place. Yeah. And everybody's walking around with a smile on their face. Absolutely, and why not? Yeah, and it could have been um, it could have been five at Ebbsfleet on it, Tuesday night. It was, it five. was five at <laughs> Ebbsfleet on Tuesday night. Now, if you haven't seen it, there's um, there's a video clip which uh, appeared to be put up on Twitter and on Facebook. I think somebody called Melanie Sweet was involved in that. So thank you for putting that up. Instantly, such as the power of social media, just ask Colleen Rooney how powerful social media is these days. Um, instantly, we were able to see that Frank Vincent he hit one from twenty yards, just outside, just the outside the box. Yeah. It came down off the underside of the bar. It was in. It bounced out again. The goalkeeper, as all goalkeepers would do, grabbed it, got rid of it, and um, nothing to see here. Yeah, it's 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 an England nineteen sixty six. It is. <laughs> well, oh, it was further over than that. Exactly. Absolutely, <laughs> much further <laughs> over. Um, but and the line, the the linesman. Obviously, he's not going to be in line with that because he's in line with the last defender, so he's not seen it. It's just one of those things. But Frank is playing well at the moment. He deserved that, didn't he? He certainly does. And and we've just been talking to Gary in in this press conference about the fact that you've got you know players like Connor Lemon Heavens out, Aza Hall out, yeah. um, uh, Armani Little just coming back, Opie Edwards, etc. And yet, in amongst with all those players out, these two 
comparatively unlikely characters. I mean, when I say unlikely, I mean they're, they're very likely lads indeed, but they are not players who you would have had inked in to United's mm. starting midfield nope. at the start of the season. They are both very talented players in their own in their different ways. Um, uh, Frank Vincent started the season off at left back because <laughs> Liam yeah. Davis was still yeah. out. Matt Buse, as you know, we've been discussing over the last few weeks, probably couldn't envisage himself. He might have thought, well, I might get the odd game or the odd uh, half yeah. an hour off the bench. He had the awful tag squad player yes, hanging uh, over him, didn't he? Utility not, not anymore. Man. Oh, no, <laughs> exactly. And and so whilst all these players out, and of course what Gary was saying in his press conference is these lads who are coming back yeah. Um, of having to go on and cry. How am I going to get in this team now? Well, you know, and and he was he was flagging up not only the fact. Look, everybody knows what a talented player Frank Vincent is uh, on loan from Bournemouth. Matt Buse is come an awful long way in a short period of time. Um, but he was flagging up their work rate yeah. and how yeah. important it is without the ball as well as with it. To, to give United this high energy attacking style of play that they're that they that they're using at the moment, and um, yeah, you know, so any opposition. I mean, the second half against Fylde, you know, as you pointed out, it looked as if uh, you know they were bigger, stronger, and sharper than us yeah. for quite a long yeah. period of time, and and they were, and when that happens, some some supporters and all f for the right reasons, they're not trying to have a go. It's very easy to think, well, you know, we're not. Why? Why aren't we trying as hard as we were in the first mm. half? They are trying. They are trying. Sometimes when things go badly, you try even harder, and for some reason or another, it just doesn't quite work. And there's no way that Matt Buse and, and Frank Vincent will ever stop running around. No. It's just you tighten up sometimes. You, you kind of worry about why it isn't going right. You're constantly searching for the past that can turn it all around, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and 20 years old, is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Tw um, Frank Vincent's 20. Yeah. Matt Buse is 22, but has just come out of the mm -hmm. Southern League. Yeah. Um, you're talking about two young lads who, who are taking their first steps in the senior game and we're expecting them to go out every single week and beat these teams you know at the moment <laughs> hallelujah yeah, they're doing it yeah and Matt Buse of course scored again at Ebbsfleet on Tuesday night yeah, yeah. and that was a, uh, going back again to something that Gary said in the press conference that's all about getting into the area being there when a chance appears at the right time be sharp and yeah. be in the right place and that's what he's doing yeah, isn't it that's and right that's, yeah. yeah and then you have this whole business don't you of when one of them sees, say, if Frank Vincent sees Matt Buse make a run into the box to get on the end of something, that's his cue to drop back out again and yeah. provide a bit of cover and vice versa. Um, and of course, you know, that, it's very, very important that, you know, to have that. One of the things I noticed at Stockport, goodness, it's nearly a fortnight ago now, but was um, in the previous home game against Eastleigh, which United lost, of course, in stoppage time. See, that, that was the, um, the other side of the coin, wasn't correct. it? Correct. We were being caught yeah. uh, on the counter sometimes when we were, for all the right reasons, attacking strongly to try and win the game. And at Stockport, lots of attacking, you know, uh, Whitfield, Kalala, Reed, all yeah. running at the defence in the box. Frank Vincent and Matt Buse were just, uh, instead of piling up afterwards to try and finish yeah. the job, they were just coming back. We're only talking about, say, 10, 15 yards, something like that, but not over-committing, mm. so that when Stockport half-cleared it or cleared it for an attack when Whitfield or Kalala whips the, ball, whips the ball in, we've got them yeah. coming onto it and latching onto the ball and starting us off again. Um, so it's it's uh, what do they say the old fine margins, um, marginal uh, gains. But, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. these are two very inexperienced players, mm. really. Um, you know, doing pretty well. They are. Before we leave the file game, another great finish by Calvin Kalala. Oh, the first goodness. goal was a sublime volley, wasn't what it? That's that's on the club's website. On you, the highlights. you can't teach that. You no. cannot teach that. That that talent. You know, it was the first time. What short hip high, sort of hip chest high, high? It was one of those sort of hip high volleys, chest wasn't it? Chest high yeah, volley, yeah. Um, from just outside the box, yeah. on, the, on, on the edge of the penalty area, the ball's coming across him, and he's managed to. It's absolutely yeah. that is pure in, instinct, natural yeah. talent. You can't coach it, you can't teach it. No. And 
Thank goodness we've got him. Absolutely. You know, and poor old Dan Lavercom didn't see it until it hit the net behind him. Unfortunately, did he? didn't. And and of course, in the wake of that defeat, you know, sods law, um, file go out and sign another goalkeeper yeah. straight away. And, I don't think um, Dan did a lot wrong no, in that game. I thought he had a pretty good game. Absolutely. To be honest, he didn't, he didn't have much chance at either of the two goals. No. I don't think. Um, but there you go. Isn't isn't it what a cruel game it can be? It can indeed. And of course, the other goals uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Jake Andrews got one. Jake Andrews is playing well at the moment, isn't he? He's, he's kind of growing into the season. You're telling think? me. Yeah. He's having a good he's season. Not your, he's not most people's idea of a, of a, left, of a normal left winger mm. because he's not a, like a jinky gym and lots of pace and all that kind of stuff. But out on that left wing, he gives us, with Liam Davis, an element of control of the ball. Because he, because he and Davis are such good footballers yeah. that that, that um, all right he's not going to go charging to the byline and whip crosses in a bit like Kalala can or Whitfield can, but you get in product either out of a canny little pass or a whipped in cross. Obviously, very good on set pieces. Mm. He he's an undersung hero. Is a bit strong, but you know what I mean. A, yeah. An undersung factor in all of this. And of course, the other thing is. He loves scoring goals, and yeah, and yeah. he will keep coming up at that far post when the ball's on the opposite side of the pitch, either with a header, either yeah. with a shot. And that was a damn good finish on Tuesday night. The ball was 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 from Ben Winter, was whipped across the face of the goal, and it was almost beyond him, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. he's managed to slide in and hook his left foot round it and 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 get it back across into the net. Very easy to miss that. Um, no, very good. And of course, Liam Davis has discussed and Reed another oh, good finish by Jamie Reed. What a! We've got to the point where we're almost not discussing Jamie Reed's goals because there's so many of them and they're so good. Well, uh, one touch right foot, yeah. left foot, so-called yeah. weaker foot, edge of the box again, keeper no chance, bottom right hand corner, ten goals in sixteen games. Yeah. It's it's we have to keep pinching ourselves, don't we? That that this guy is is still delivering week in week yeah. out. Um, and obviously the, the sight of him on the treatment table uh, at the moment, um, I think Gary was you know, hopeful yeah. uh, that he'll be okay for Saturday. Uh, took a, a knock on the knee, but I think he, he carried on playing obviously a quite a long time. Then when United, I think, were 4-1 up, they took him off yes. at the end. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, oh, goodness sake, you know, he, he, is, he is a horrible yeah. phrase on fire. But... but um, you know what That's a, a song in that. what a confident yeah. looking yeah. striker he is at the moment. There's, I mean, there are many reasons to be cheerful at the moment. This is, sounds like a relentlessly upbeat podcast this week, but it should be. It's, well, this is a good week. If you can't, if you can't well, enjoy good times like this, celebrate. You know, and, and don't yeah. get me wrong, I, we all know that the staff in there, and we're speaking in the car park at the training ground as they watch the review of Tuesday mm. night. There is no way that Gary Johnson and Aaron Downs and Phil Osborne and Chris Todd will let them walk with a spring in their step. There's no for, complacency for, about you're telling it, me. There? They no. will be steaming into them again yeah. before Saturday uh, at Notts County. You know, Gary's been around far too long mm. to, to let that happen. Um, uh, and, of course, it's one thing sending that message. It's another to have a bunch of players who immediately switch on and, yeah. start li- and, yeah. and, and, and get back on it again. Because that'll be a tough game, Notts County, on oh. Saturday. I mean, they're one of those clubs that you kind of think, are they really in the National League? It's, it, and it comes to everybody sooner or later, but Notts Seems County... To. Yeah, Notts County's well, a big club it, to be down it, here. It looked like they weren't even going to start this yeah. season, did they, for a long time. Um, is it a Danish betting statistics company have bought so. them? What? I never quite understood what that was. <laughs> no, but, no, quite yeah. no. I think I saw something online today that Gerard Piquet or something like that was thinking of buying them in the summer. Was he really? Yeah, yeah apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they have got some new owners. They have kicked off. They yeah. did have a rocky start. Now, all of a sudden, he's got a slightly different squad together, Neil Ardley. Uh, they've got a little run yeah. together. They ended a, a long unbeaten run for Dagenham on Tuesday night. Um, uh, had a bit of an experiment the other week with a very low price to see if they could break the attendance record. Got just over 9,000. I know it was only costing £3 and £1 yeah. to get in, something like that. Um, but no, this will be a, a, it's a, a, test, a, a proper it? test. Yeah. But isn't it nice to be knowing that United will go there on Saturday a, obviously, to win the match. Yeah. But they will go and attack Notts County. If Notts County think that they're going to come up against a team with 10 men behind the ball, no. Uh, Notts <laughs> County will have happen, to defend against us yeah. on Saturday yeah. and we'll find out how good they are at the back. 
it will be a hard game. They've got some very, very experienced top players. Christian Dennis, I always thought he was a good striker at Macclesfield and then went to Port Vale. Yeah. Um, Nathan Tyson is there. How, you know, old how many is he teams? Thirty-eight. He okay. Is. Yeah. Uh, Mike Doyle, the old Sheffield United midfield player. Yeah. He's thirty-seven. Just got sent off for the second time this season, mind. So he obviously isn't quite getting there these days. But you know what I mean. They've got they've got a really strong squad now. Yeah. Uh, and you wouldn't, you know, mark them down. As Gary said, he said they're one of the teams that you'd rather have played in the first month of the season. Yeah. Before they got going, when they were a bit rocky, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we'll we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a, a terrific game. Yeah, should uh, be. From what I understand, despite the fact it costs twenty quid to get in up there, um, there's an awful lot of United yeah. fans planning to go. Uh, fans going. So um, two teams on form having absolutely. a go at each other. It should, aren't they? It, it yeah. should be the match of the day yeah. in, in many yeah. ways, shouldn't it? Will be a good one. And then, of course, the following week, it's the cup. Really? The fourth <laughs> qualifying round of the FA Cup. Well, at least it's not the second qualifying round of the FA there, Cup. We've been there, haven't we? Yeah, so we're at home to Boreham Wood yep. on Saturday week in the FA Our Cup. Our old friends from Boreham Wood. Our old friends. I mean, as draws go, it wasn't bad, was it? I mean, it might have been nice, you know, a, a, a more lowly, more I West Country club. There's, there's three been. sorts of cup draws, isn't there? You're home to some minnows Yeah. where you go, right, that'll do. We should beat them. Yeah. Or it's a massive banana skin. You're away to, I don't know, Notch County or something yeah. like, like that, or and it, it's still regionalised at the moment. But you know, or there's a middling sort of tie yeah, yeah. against Boreham Wood at home, yeah. and that's what we've got. And you can't complain too much about that. Um, okay, it's an all division game. Yeah, <clears throat> it's tough. I th- they're, they're they're not the worst team in the no, world. We beat no. them two one on the opening day of the season, um, in quite a good game at Playmore. Yeah. You never um, know with a cup game either. Do you never know which not. teams are going to turn no. up on a cup uh, they've game? They've got the leading. There's only one striker in the division that's going as well, if not better, than Jamie Reid, and that's Cabbage Yamanga, yeah. who was at Oxford City last season. Um, Tyrone Marsh, ex-United striker. They do score goals. Um, yeah, it, it, it'll be a tough one. But yeah. um, we'll talk a bit more about that we next will. week. And in between those, of course, Tuesday night is the much-anticipated Bristol City friendly. Bristol City under-23s. Home, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, I think there's a chance that one or two slightly older players in under-23 might be in action. Yeah. And they certainly will be for United. Um, uh, I think players like, or depending on how it goes at Notts County on Saturday, players like Ruri Keating... Um, Manny, Manny Duku, Duku. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expect Joe Lewis will be back from international duty good luck to him. we're yeah. sitting on the outskirts of Newton Abbott he's in Moldova <laughs> at the moment <laughs> Joe Lewis on loan from Swansea in action for Wales under 21s Fantastic. in Moldova good luck getting back from there Joe <laughs> it by the is way. a funny old game isn't it? <laughs> um, you know players like that yeah. um, one or two of the injured lads I think Gary's hoping that people like Opie Edwards and, and Asa Hall if they're not available for this Saturday would certainly yeah, uh, be for next Tuesday night. So, no, it should be really good. Uh, it's three quid to get in. Yeah, um, I think it's a pound for season ticket holders, something like that. And this is the type of reserve game that everybody used to—not everybody, but 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 you know, people used to enjoy a few I years like ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, there's Always no points at stake. No, but I dare say it'll get quite sparky um, yeah. from time to time. Um, as Gary said, he said it also gives me a chance to have a look at one or two of the Bristol City lads to see if there's anybody <laughs> there that. Uh, <laughs> Um, over and above, obviously, there's there's ongoing speculation that that um, that Seiko Jani may be coming yeah, back to us. Yeah. So um, we'll see what happens there. I know that's still, uh, you know, on the agenda. Um, he's not fit yet. No. Um, uh, and actually, and we should backtrack on that a little bit. There were reports at the end of last week, weren't yeah. there, that they're looking. Seiko Jani has made a, a, a faster recovery than expected. Well, he, he's on the. Was it one of the two occasions he, he he popped up at Playmore this season to watch the lads in action? Yeah, you know, I remember having a chat with him, and I said, "Oh, how?" Because obviously he'd he'd undergone this knee knee surgery from an injury picked up in pre-season, and I said, "Oh, you look pretty good." And he said, "It's gone pretty well. I'm you know yeah. I'm further on than I thought I was." Yeah. So he was very optimistic at that stage. That was about months six weeks ago. And so if Bristol City want to get him out and get him some football, he can't go on loan to a league club before the window opens. That's it. He can go on loan to a non-league club yep. to get some games under his belt. Yes. And where else would he want to go than the club he well, was at I last think season? Talking United is his second yeah. club after City now, very much so. I mean, you know, what a great season he had for us last season. Fantastic. 18 goals yeah. in 35 yeah. games. Um, 
Uh, and he didn't score until his fifth match, I think it was, something like that. So, Do you remember when he first played the first couple of games, I think we sat here recording a podcast saying he's getting in all the right positions, quite. but he couldn't hit a barn door no, at the moment, no. and then suddenly everything he, he, clicked. He made his debut at Limington in the FA Cup. United scored seven, and I think he came off the bench in that game. Um, uh, the following fortnight later they played Breitlingsea away they won that 3-0 and I remember he missed one from about two yards <laughs> yeah. and I, he just I remember him standing there holding his head in his hands and it was like sorry <laughs> keep going it'll, Sergio, come. it'll yeah. come it'll yeah. come and of course his you know his, his phenomenal work rate and, yeah. and in the end of course it, it did come big it did. time didn't it, it? Did and um, it would be good to see him back I think um, there's been no confirmation since. Uh, there has been confirmation that the two clubs have been talking about it. Uh, he's he isn't fit anyway. Anyway, I mean he's 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 uh, training. Again. He's close, isn't yeah, he? Right? He, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you know Gary said that it would be probably at least another mm. fortnight before he was ready to to play properly. Yeah. Um, and as we all know, it is damn easy to push people back sometimes uh, quicker than they need to be but um, even if we got him back for a, a few games before he goes somewhere else well, in I January it would be exactly, great though, I think that from what I understand uh, it, it wouldn't be a long loan a no. season long loan it might be till January Bristol City would have recall yeah. uh, recall clause so you know fingers crossed let's see where yep. that goes and um, yeah indeed also want to pick up a, a little bit away from the playing side of things, but a story that's on the back page of the Herald Express this week that people might have missed if they haven't got the paper yet. Um, Gaming International's interest in Nightingale Park as a potential site for a new Talk United Stadium, that, that's on hold at the moment, isn't it? Very much so. I think it, this, this emerged from the annual meeting, um, uh, this annual shareholders meeting, which was basically to consider the accounts from the 2017-18 season when we, United yeah. actually, of course, got relegated to the National League South. Uh, and shareholders, obviously, at those meetings have a chance to question the, the owners and the board about stuff. Mm. And this arose out of that. Um, obviously, the Torbay Council voted in principle against the idea of having yeah. a new stadium development at Nightingale Park, and it's all gone rather quiet since. Um, the council and the club have been talking and still are talking about alternative sites, possible alternative sites. Um, but uh, at, at the annual meeting, um, you know, Clark Osborne did indicate that I think you know they've looked now at that whole possibility and said no, it's it's not going to happen there. Mm. And and I think there were cost issues which he quoted. Yeah. Um, I think everybody's always known for quite some time that quite a lot of money was going to have to be spent on the mm. site anyway, even to bring it up to yeah. you know building possibilities. Um, so that is now sort of I think has been set aside um, and. Uh, he also said, quite interestingly, that, that, that in his mind and in Riviera Stadium Limited's mind, the development of the club's youth scheme, the academy, yeah. uh, is currently a, a, a higher priority than forcing on with, with a new stadium development. And he said that if United hopefully can get back in the Football League in the next two yeah. or three years, it would almost certainly 99.9% .9 certain be at Playmore and nowhere else. Um, so it, it it doesn't mean that they're not trying to do this. It's part of why they've put, oh, by the way, more than £2 million into yeah. the club in less than three years. Uh, of course they are at some stage want to, going to want to make sense of that investment and um, the arguments and against for, for and against of that have been, are well known. But um, uh, no, it, it, it sort of... It was a kind of like, right, okay, we are where we are. Let's concentrate on trying to get back in the league, yeah. develop the youth scheme, um, and let other things take care of themselves. It's encouraging, isn't it? Well, it's encouraging for the fans, because yeah. obviously yeah. all they want to do is concentrate on the football at the moment. Mm. Um, uh, it doesn't mean that United won't uh, be, aren't still looking for a new stadium complex. Of course they are. Um, and... Uh, you know, funny enough, I was talking to an old opposite number of mine at Shrewsbury uh, yesterday about something completely different, and and um, he he was recalling how you know good things have been at Shrewsbury mm. um, since their move the from new meadow. Yeah. from yeah. Uh, Gay Meadow to the new new meadow, and how it sort of gave the club a massive kick up the backside and and opened things up for them. Now you know 
we'll, we'll obviously these things are not as simple as that sometimes no. and and you know there are there are other factors involved but um, anyway I don't, the message was united are not going anywhere in the foreseeable future let's see if we can mm. get and of course whilst all this is happening if you on the back of promotion last season who knows what might happen this season if the club can get the gates back up again you know to, to the yeah. sort of levels that pays all the bills if United could have a really good cup run brackets 18 nearly 19,000 quid at stake on yeah. Saturday week against Boreham Wood etc etc the value of the club is going up it's not yeah. going down yeah. so and and that's an important thing you want the clubs the value of the club to go up you want it to be trading so it's not making a loss the whole time um, and uh, you know so set aside any new stadium plans that's worth doing anyway yeah yeah interesting okay we can't um, we can't finish the podcast this week without having a word about Pete Wiley as well um, lovely tribute to him at the game on Saturday it I was. thought a minute's applause I thought the guys in the box did him proud as well. Um, Pete Wiley, of course, was the stadium announcer. We think he took over from Fred Jago, don't we? Yeah, he did yeah, take over yeah, from yeah, Fred. Yeah. In the late 70s, something yeah, like that, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, and um, responsible for all kinds of disco tunes booming out over Playmore. He, he was a very popular DJ <laughs> around right. South Devon himself. But, um, you know, he, he was the guy, you realised there was much more to the job than, than just playing the music, wasn't there? There was, And yeah. um, Pete was very, very good at that. Well, he, he, he was a huge fan, apart from anything else, which is obviously yeah. almost goes with the job. Um, but one of the things I liked about him was, as a, D, as a professional DJ, uh, he had very firm views on what music should be played, what the supporters liked and what they didn't like, what would go down, what would go... And a couple of managers during his long stint as a stadium announcer uh, tried to, uh, let's say, intervene and encourage other stuff to be played. <laughs> Wrong thing with, with Pete. Uh, um, it was almost like, you leave that to me and you concentrate on the football. Um, and uh, yes, uh, at least one wanted sort of... Um, more upbeat, yeah. tub-thumping music being played before the start of matches. Pete wasn't having any of that. Um, uh, he, he knew what they were on about, yeah. but, but he, he, he had very strong views on, on that side of things. And, and um, uh, he, he was very... Although he, he was always cheerful and always had a throwaway line, it, it, it did... Uh, cover up a very serious commitment to the yeah. job. He was very proud and very, very um, concentrated on doing a good package yeah. each week. Two things, there's two stories as well that stand out. One of them you've, you've got in the paper, in fact, both of them you've got in the paper this week. The visit of Red Star oh, Belgrade, yeah. which we still remember fondly we to do. this day. 1990, pre season yeah. friendly. You know, what, the fact that Red Star Belgrade were coming to play more for a pre-season friendly was pretty good Fantastic. news. So, and I, I always remember he rang me at the Herald Express about Monday or Tuesday of that week. Yeah. And said, Dave, <laughs> we've got a bit of a problem on Saturday. And I said, have we really? And I knew what he was, he was on about. He said, can we go through the names together? And if, if we went through it together once, we went through it that week about two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, now, now, give me this one again. And we went through it all. Yeah. And all the names, you know, Prozinecki, lots of itches yeah. and, and, uh, um, and some J's and some K's and things next to each other. And by the end of the week, he said, right, okay, I think, I, got I think I've got it yeah. all. And he wrote them all down in phonetically, you know, in sort of phonetic yeah. writing so that it would help him. And, uh, and then on Saturday, he, he started. And I think all the United fans who were there, and it was a good crowd that day as well, yeah. I remember, sort of several thousand turned up for it, were all waiting to see how Pete would handle the announcement of the, of the, uh, of the teams. And I always remember the, he got a rousing round of applause <laughs> at the end of it all uh, uh, after going through uh, this, yeah. uh, the, these, these really quite problematic names. And he got to play the national anthems as well, didn't he? That's, that's the only time... Well, no, because there was a youth international at Playmore a little while ago. But one of the only times when national anthems would have been of played course, at Playmore. Of course, yes. Yeah. And it would have been Yugoslavia then? Yes, it was. They, the day. They, it was before yeah. the breakup of, yeah. uh, of the old Yugoslavia. So yeah. the national anthems yeah. were played and Pete got every name spot on. Yeah, yeah. And the other nice story, of course, is at the end of last season, he never got to play We Are The Champions at no. Playmore until no. the tail end of last season when he made a return to the box along with Brett 
and he played We Are the Champions. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, um, no, it, it was something he'd always wanted to was. do, um, and uh, <laughs> that he mentioned several times. You know, he said, "Oh, my dear, wouldn't it be nice one day?" You know, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it didn't look like it's happening. He he was almost like he was tempted to play it, but we couldn't. When United won promotion under Leroy yeah. and under Leroy was in in two thousand and four. I said no, Pete. You know, and he and he, and he, he yeah. said no, no, we can't. And um, uh, but no, it, it happened That's in right. the end. Even if he was retired by then, we'll miss so. Pete because obviously we were only separated by a pane of glass in the old press we, box. We were. We were right next to him as yeah. well. So no, he, um, was a, he was a terrific chap. And, indeed. Uh, um, yeah, we miss him. Indeed. So that's it. I think we've reached the end of the agenda. I think um, hopefully you're all still awake out there. And um, looking forward to this game at North County on Saturday. It's a biggie, yeah. Biggie it's a as biggie, well. and um, wouldn't it be great to come back from there with something fabulous? Um, it's just at the moment, you know. I think the, the the committed fans of the club are so upbeat and so encouraged by the way things going, and I think everybody just wants those gates to nudge up past the two and a half thousand to three thousand mark. And to do that, you just need these runs of form, don't you? Yeah, they could get yeah. a result at Notts County. The FA Cup's always a bit problematic because everybody has to pay, and you don't, including your season ticket holders. Mm. But United then got three successive home games: Boreham Wood, Barrow, Barrow, which would be a huge game because yeah. they're, they're going well. Wrexham at home, and wouldn't it be just great to get the, that, 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 that the attendance is back above that three thousand mark? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know you do that with a good run, and and you know the entertainment is there. I think we've all seen it, haven't oh, yeah. we? Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not as if people are turning up and watching the ball being kicked from one end to the other and best of luck kind of stuff. The, the, there's some terrific stuff yeah, being played. There and, is. Um, yeah, just nice to get those gates up to those sort of levels. Indeed. So if you're going to Notts County on Saturday, have a safe journey up and back. Otherwise, we'll see you on Tuesday. See you at the friendly, the Bristol City game Tuesday as night. As, as many as can make it. And then seven o'clock kickoff. By the seven way. o'clock yeah, kickoff. Yeah, seven yeah. o'clock kickoff. And then, as uh, we'll do the podcast next week, we'll be up for the cup. We love the cup, don't we? <laughs> Why not? And we'll finish as ever. Come, Come on, on, you, you yellows. yellows! You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.